The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Are you a JBuds mini kind of person? Those are the smallest earbuds on the market by a major brand. They're compact, they fit on your keychain, they are perfect for on the go, and they come in really cute colors. Or are you going to do the JBuds Air Sport, which has a secure fit, they're sweatproof, and they have the be aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. Well, I need that because I run outside. You always got to be on alert. Okay, I'm getting some of those. You can do that too. Use Nikki25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com. To find your kind of tech. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results but also make you feel totally in control enter conair girl bomb they're like your secret weapons for smooth sleek results made just for us from the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades say goodbye to settling for less with conair girl bomb you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools so take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at Walgreens. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Yes. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, for years, we have humbly celebrated Women's History Month at QLS with a full month of fantastic female guests. This year, we say with pride that we have four multi-talented, award-winning ladies who kick down barriers. I'm talking Brittany Howard, Corinne Bailey Ray, and the incredible choreographer Fatima Robinson, and as well as Lettucey. Listen to QLS on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Yeah, here I am. Hey guys, welcome to the Nikki Glazer podcast. It's Monday. We got a full week of shows for you live from Tulum, Mexico. That's right. I'm in Tulum. Some of you know that. Some of you maybe didn't know that, but it's true. I'm here on a girl's trip uh, before I kick off my tour this Friday in San Antonio. I think tickets are still available. Um, NikkiGlazer.com slash tour. I decided to have... And it's not really to kick off the tour. Like yesterday we were doing a toast to like, we're all here because Noah is here. She's one of the six, seven girls that are here, including myself. Um, each friend is uh, just from a different walk of my life. And they all are going to be best friends after this. And hopefully, um, you know, we'll be doing this forever. But Noah is here. So glad this is the first girls trip you've been able to make it on. Mm -hmm. That I've been doing these for a while. Um, 
And it's this one's different than all the others. We'll get into that in a second. But last night we were toasting like the first dinner we got here yesterday. We all flew in. Shout out to my assistant Jen for nailing uh, the arrangements to get us here because I am not good with all logistics. There was, you know, a guy that came to our flights were all arranged so that we arrived in different groups and then we drove and like everything was just really well taken care of. And I'm so grateful for the people in my life that treat my life like their own and like make me feel very safe and um, secure. Noah being one of them um, who talked me off the ledge yesterday when I was at, I was a ledge head yesterday. Uh, you, you, I was at the airport and I realized that I forgot pieces of equipment that I ended up not forgetting one of them, but I did, I didn't do a good job of bringing equipment. I just grabbed a bunch of cords in the morning. I didn't pack until the morning. I was just running around. There was no fault. I tried to blame it on like, but I was hanging out too late with someone who wanted to hang out with me. It's like, no, that's, you wouldn't have packed even if you didn't stay up until midnight or whatever it was or three in the morning eventually. Um, so, uh, yeah, it all went the way it's supposed to. And there've been a few hiccups uh, but I did the thing where you swallow water and put your head between your legs and the hiccups are gone or they're slowly going away. Um, cause my friends are so positive and sweet and they're making me feel really good and, and just, uh, great about things that I'm trying. I'm just in a negative headspace in a place where literally Tulum is a special spiritual place that's supposed to be it's like all my friends have done research on this place. I literally didn't do any research. Let me start there. I did not, I've heard of Tulum for years. Wait, we were, do, I wanted to finish the toast thing. They were doing a toast and they were like, toast to Nikki's tour, Carlisle. Uh, you know, classically, my friend Carlisle Forrester is so enthusiastic about things that I'm kind of jaded about. It's not that I'm not excited for tour. It's just a lot of work and I don't like celebrating things until the work is over, even though it's going to be fun, like kicking off, like it's going to be happy and exciting. But um, I was like, no, let's not celebrate that. We ended up toasting something really like dumb that was at, oh a picture that Kirsten took we ended I go let's toast that it was a picture of Kirsten my, my best friend since fourth grade one of the originators of K she is a trainer at her gym and she recently did portraits you know where they put the trainer's picture on the wall at the gym and um she's a tra- if you're from Kansas City she works at oh god what's it called she's gonna kill me for not knowing the name it doesn't matter it's like the nicest gym in Kansas City she's one of the best trainers in the world probably Pilates uh extraordinaire and she she's reading a autobiography of or a biography of the guy who created Pilates right now like she read that in bed last night we were, we're sharing a room uh it's insane that she's interested in that but um uh so we t- we cheers to her because she showed us the picture and she like nailed this picture you know she's not like a model or like an entertainment but she just looked so good and we were like that's something to cheers and I felt like better about that that's what this trip has been is like just talking about real big like heavy things that seem like have all the importance of the world like this tour I'm about to go on and then shifting and being like actually sometimes it's the small details that are hilarious and more worth celebrating and um it's just been it's been a lesson for me and it continues to be. And we will get into that later. Um, yeah, but yesterday I freaked out because I had forgotten equipment and just hastily grabbed it. And I'm sure listener that you relate to this in some way of, you know, first you make you, let's say you get to the soccer practice. You were supposed to bring orange slices or whatever. And you had them cut and you totally forgot them. They were on the counter. And now you're telling yourself, I'm such an idiot. If I wouldn't have, 
I was watching The View too long or like whatever it was that oh, I took a, too long of a shower and then I curled my hair. I didn't need to do it. And said, so because I had to curl my hair now, I forgot the orange slices. You didn't mean to forget the orange slices. You didn't want to. You didn't like sign a contract being like, yes, I can't wait to forget orange slices. You just did. Let it go. Nikki, yes. Noah did send you a list of uh, equipment because she asked you, do you want a list? And I said, I, I actually said no. And I go, actually, give me one. Or like, I said no, but like, no, it's not your fault. I, I didn't send no you one. List. I said no list. I was like, I got it. And okay. then I think you were like, I go, should I bring? Anyway, it doesn't oh, yeah, matter. We talked about it. But okay. I, I only referenced what I gave it a thumbs up when I saw it, but I didn't read it when you sent it. It was days before. And then when I went back, when I was packing in the morning hastily, I had to go to Walgreens right before to get my ADD med prescription. Turns out you can, because I was like, how will, if, if they run out in Mexico, I, which they were supposed to, I had four left. They'd run out here. Oh no, what would I do? Oh, I don't know. Go to the local pharmacy that's within two minutes of walking and buy as much of it as I want over the counter. It's insane that you can buy my ADD meds that literally every time I buy them or get them in the States, I have to get a new prescription, call my doctor, have an appointment. For a while, I had to drive to my doctor's office, pick up a paper prescription, bring it to Walgreens. They treated me like I was a you know, an, a meth head or something suspicious. Like you just feel bad. There's all this stigma around it here. It is literally like buying certs. Yesterday we were trying to buy water and that it was at this pharmacy and I go, Oh my God, there's my meds that I like freak out every month because they're so hard to get. I feel like I have to scam someone to get them, even though they're prescribed to me by a doctor who has assured me, you didn't trick me into giving these to you. I'm not someone who can be bought or tricked. You really need them. He works with me on that all the time, the shame of these things. He's like, you need them. Um, I work on that so much. And then I get here and the water took so long. It was taking, we were trying to buy like 20, like water, like just the same water, like ring up at once and then times it by whatever. And then let's run the card. It was taking forever. And I go, it's so ironic that water is harder to buy than ADD meds. It, it, Mexico water is like, they were like, can we see ID? We needed a prescription for it. But um, that was wild to me. And I took a picture of, or I videoed yesterday. I think you could probably still see it on my story of the signs that were in this pharmacy that were like, do you have pain? Try our painkillers. Do you want to lose weight? Diet pills can help you. Drink Celsius. Um, no, it didn't say that. But the, this, the signs here are just like from a dystopian world of like, it's almost like a idiocracy of like, pain pills can fix your pain it's easy and fun and it shows people like on a beach frolicking and it's like that is what that was like the what led to the opioid epidemic in the states is marketing like that but even the marketing that they did in the states back in the day when it was more brazen was not that they were just putting their you know they were just pharmaceutical reps were just going around saying that giving pens to doctors and being like we'll give you more pens if you and more money if you spread this but even they weren't going like I guess they were saying like, you could be pain free with our pain meds. It's just so weird to see pain meds being like advertised like they're not the, and I know they help a lot of people when they're used responsibly. I don't want to take away from that, but over the counter, they should not be. And pot is illegal here. And oh yeah, steroids. Do you want muscles? It literally goes, do you want to be, have more muscles? Try our steroids. Like there's signs like that. It's, it looks like you're on a set of something that like someone made these signs. I would get the art department. I'd go, these signs are a little bit on the nose. And can you just make them a little bit more vague? They're hilarious. So go look at my story for that. I'm sure you guys have seen it. People have been to Mexico. I just have never really seen something like that. Um, 
Noah, you did. You were just so nice to me. Um, you always are. I don't think you've ever once made me feel bad about anything or tried to make me feel bad. People don't make you feel anyway. Um, Why or, would I? We're a team. I know, but it's easy for it's easy for people when they work together to disappoint each other, and when you get disappointed, to have a honest reaction to that of like, "Oh, Nikki forgot." Like this is gonna be a mess for me, and just to even for yourself, go. Okay, well, um, I wish you would have done that. Like, to be annoyed, like, there's no, you're always just like, it's going to work out. It's going to be fine. There's always going to be a way. And it was, like, so nice and, like, just what I needed. And then became a very uh, uh, poignant, like, that starting my trip at Lambert Airport in St. Louis, texting you. As I, I was meeting up with Kirsten, Kirsten flew from Kansas City to St. Louis, and then we flew, flew from St. Louis to Cancun. And I was meeting up with her at the airport, like old school 9-11 days of like meeting someone at a gate. But it was only because she was only already in the system. And uh, she was holding a place for me at Starbucks because I was going through TSA. And I was like, get in line. And I'm walking up and I'm texting you about it and going like, I forgot the XLR and the blah, blah. And Kirsten's like, Nikki, and like wants to hug. And I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I'm like going through it. Right? I like pushed her away because I was so like in the moment. The guy in line behind her, he goes, this girl's been saving your spot in line and letting people go ahead and like waiting and I like couldn't even hug her be nice and then we get up to order and she doesn't even want anything so everyone in line is so pissed at me because this girl has just been not even it was like so embarrassing anyway I was so distracted I was in such a bad mindset and then um and then we got here and it uh it got a little worse uh which I'll talk about later but um listen have you guys been to Tulum before has anyone been to Tulum out there listening do you guys know about it because I had always heard of Tulum as like this place that I think the last time I talked about Tulum with someone was uh, they were like, it's a magical place, um, really like earthy and like you go there to do like mushroom. Like it's just like it's almost like I thought it was going to be like Burning Man, but like like Coachella, like everyone pretends like it's about like the earth and music, but it's really about being seen and being hot and like partying and like. So I was a little annoyed at the idea that there was going to be... Oh, I think the maid is here. Oh. Hi, it's Saralina. Oh, Saralina, hi. We're talking about you. Yeah, we're doing the podcast till two. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Thank you. She said good job. She's so cute. Um, that's one of the girls that we're with. You can see her on my story. She's a model and beautiful and lovely and truly one of the only people who's as hot as they are on the inside and outside, and it's infuriating, but also... She's she's off the market, so she's not a competition anymore. So thank God I can relax around her. Um, she uh, so I always knew Tulum as this place that was like young people loved. So I assumed it was going to be. Um, I also heard that the, this town has been like the ruined. The land is like falling off. Like Tulum's not going to exist much longer because it's been so over commercialized that like all the hordes of TikTokers are coming here and ruining the plumbing, ruining like the infrastructure because there's too much tourism and that Tulum is like going to not be able to be like inhabitable for, or like hospitable to hordes of people for a while. So it was like, oh, let's get in before it goes into the sea. And um, I also met a woman, how I ended up here was I met a woman through my friend Gleb, my ex-dance partner on Dancing with the Stars, who was like talking about how she helps out influencers get deals and she was like oh and I go I never get a deal and she was like I could probably get you one and I was like all right 
And so she worked out a, a deal with this place called The Nest in Tulum. You can look it up. It is, um, I didn't because I just assumed it was dope as fuck. And it is for a different type of person. I just want to say that like, I am growing to love this place when I changed my mindset because I was thinking it was going to be like a resort with like a pool and uh, electricity and no, it has electricity. Like I just thought there would be amenities and like really like posh, like luxury because of how much it is. And I'm not getting it for free, but I'm getting a, a, a chunk of it for free um, in exchange for posting it on my Instagram. And I want to just say that this place is ideal for a certain type of person and it's going to be ideal for me when I let all of my expectations go and that's the important lesson of this week is that certainly don't have expectations when you haven't researched something when I literally did not google this place or anything about it and then get here and go oh it's a little more rustic than I thought oh it's a lot more rustic and it was a letdown initially because I was expecting something else but now that I'm changing that mindset and being like oh this now can be like a trip where we actually do get away from our phones and away from technology there's no tv to watch f boy island on because i have a screener like we're gonna gather around my laptop and hopefully get a wi-fi single signal now today we're gonna do meditation we're gonna do some journaling we're gonna like uh play uh light as a feather stiff as a board because we're bored enough to play light as a feather stiff as a board like what i've been really um Yesterday I was in a sour mood and then all of my friends are like, no, this place is amazing. Here's why. And they let me see it. And it truly is like a special spiritual place. And I'm, I bet by Thursday I'm going to be like crying because I'm leaving here because it is a test of me getting away from technology and my creature comforts and my oatmeal that I brought. Literally, you guys, I brought like 40 packets of oatmeal just in case I didn't like the food here and my protein powder. Like it, it cost me money to bring that stuff because no, it didn't. It almost did. Both my bags were 50 pounds. Like I just got under it. And I go, oh, sweet, I can buy some stuff because by the end of the trip, I'll be, I've eaten the oatmeal. And, but they don't have a microwave. They don't, so I'm, for me, that's a gift to surrender as someone with an eating disorder that likes to be regimented about what they eat and like know when I'm getting the food. I have to like let go and just trust that the food they provide is delicious. And it was, I had avocado toast for breakfast, which is the first time I've had something other than oatmeal and protein powder for breakfast in over a year and I know that's crazy but I didn't eat breakfast for a year so the fact that I'm having anything for breakfast is a miracle let alone departing from my tried and true oatmeal with protein powder which is still delicious and I will go back to it but listen that's a gift that is a gift to me is that and this whole thing is a gift I'm not acting like this is like it just I had expectations I was disappointed which is constantly my life is just expecting things fantasizing I get the thing and it's not what it lived up to and then I'm mad at it when really if I had none I would be so happy and all of my friends walked into this with no expectations and they're all happy Noah thought I like the way you're thinking yes I think you're you're definitely like on track to letting go of uh negative energy yes I but this place was is in awesome. a really negative place and it it sucks when you're the only and it's funny too because I keep just roasting this place in a way because I am someone who doesn't like camping doesn't like the outdoors I love being when I'm paying a lot for something which even though they're giving me a deal this place is not cheap and um and it's not because I'm like I'm paying a lot I want like I understand I just the amount of money I spent I just thought assumed it was going to be a certain way 
because why would anyone pay that much to have a kind of camping experience that's luxury camping, glamping? That's okay. People do do that. Right. And it's okay to be upset because you're not in the setting that you originally wanted to be. Yes. I wanted it to be what it was when I went to Cabo with all the girls. I wanted it to be the same. I, and it's not, and everything in me wanted to go like, well, I'm going to leave and I want it to be this and I'm looking at places to go and I'm on my bid. And instead of just going, how can I actually, you know, like my parents trip that they got sent back from Germany to, and they never even went to Greece I told them like something good will come of this. And so something awesome already has come from this, but something really good is on the way because I didn't freak out and make everyone leave and go somewhere else because I wanted to be able to watch TV. Like that's ridiculous. I don't even like TV. It's just like what, you know, you just get in your head that you deserve something. So let's talk to Andrew about it. I know Andrew would love this place. I am so lucky to have such positive people in my life especially when I'm the one that like just always is telling you to be positive about things negative things happen even if you're like you know I even said like if Marion would have died a couple weeks ago I was like able to see the good in that and address that like something good will happen of it if I'm able to do that with a dead dog that I love so much how can I not find the beauty of a luxurious like rustic enchanted like place that people do pay so much money to stay and have an experience here and I'm being a little bitch about it is just not it's it's okay Nikki but it's you can do this and you can actually it's it's not that hard to take something that people would love to do just because it's not your cup of tea maybe you can make it your cup of tea or maybe you learn that this isn't for you and you learn because I I just get really frustrated when I go who who does like this? Like who would want who who would want to spend the same amount of money for a place where you have a pool and a cabana boy and like thousands and thousands of square feet to have in the middle of the jungle with um I mean like it is not like you know I just but it's because I'm not everyone and there are all different types of people. And like we learned in the first episode of Ted Lasso second season um People are all types of people. I think that was the quote. I don't even really know what it meant. It actually wasn't one that resonated with me deeply, but I think it might someday. Let's get Andrew in here. Andrew! Can you hear me from Tulum? Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Seriously, like think about your wardrobe and how hell it is. I know I think about mine and I'm just like, ugh, I don't even want to wear anything in it. I need some new things to spice it up. That is exactly what I did when I went to Quince. I heard about Quince initially from my assistant who has impeccable style. She had an amazing sweater and I said, where did you get that? And she was like, it's cashmere. I was like, ooh la la. They do 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. I own two myself. And then they also have washable silk tops and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. I actually have an ear cuff that I got. They have such cute jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They cut out the middleman. They work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. All you have to do is go to their website and look for yourself. It's quality stuff. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. 
Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. If you're in the market for some new headphones because you keep losing yours, the ones you shell out hundreds of dollars for, stop doing that and just go with the JLab JBuds line. All of their products are compatible with the JLab app, so you can customize your sound to your personal preferences. They've got so many options. They've got the JBuds Mini. It's the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. They're compact. They can fit on your keychain. They're actually so small that you can sleep with them in. They come in five cute colors, mint, aqua, black, sage, and pink. I'm obsessed with them. Or there's the JBuds ANC3, which is their smallest active noise-canceling true wireless earbud. And then, if you're a sporty person, there's the JBuds Air Sport. True wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, they're sweat-proof, and they have a be-aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. What I want you to know is that JLab is now my preferred brand of earbud, and now they can be your preferred brand. All you have to do is use code Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. That's a lot, you guys. Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power. The kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do with it? I think I would spend that time doing some like inner work. I would probably devote it to therapy because therapy is like one of the most important things in my life. What you might not know is that therapy can help you find out what matters to you so that you can do more of it. It helps you focus on like what's really making you happy, what's really driving you. Talking with someone who has no agenda except to be there for you professionally to listen to you. I just can't tell you how valuable it is. I've benefited so much 
much from therapy. I could talk about it all day long, but I only have a couple more seconds. So let me tell you, the best way to get started is BetterHelp. You know this. There's no more excuses not to go to therapy anymore. It's affordable. You can do it all online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You go to BetterHelp, you can fill out a brief questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you don't like that therapist, you can just ghost them. No one's going to care. It's amazing how this works. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glaser today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nikki Glaser. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> Hola. Hola. How's Tulum? Um, I just got done talking about it. Different than I expected, but I am embracing it. Um, <laughs> that you doesn't know sound how, positive. No. You know me. Like, I have expectations for things, and when they deviate from my expectations, which I shouldn't have expectations because I literally didn't Google Tulum or anything about this place. <laughs> I let my assistant blindly book it all. And... um. It, I came into it. It wasn't what I expected, and it was jarring, and I was very, like, like really a pill for uh, a good amount of time. And then now I'm finally embracing it and being like, okay, this is different. It's just the word rustic is comes to mind luxury rustic okay what does that yeah. mean though like like uh um, like you you okay. have no toilet Tell, paper ask me about it ask me about certain different the different things about this place like what okay just is there a restaurant about, like, what in is, the hotel yes okay how's the food any options actually delicious uh, is it too yeah i just had avocado toast it was amazing it's not too clubby though like i feel like tulum is like the new like cancun no, it's not. Right. There are clubs here. We pass them on the way, but we're a little bit more off the beaten path. Oh, you're at the Moritz. The Moritz of Mexico. Uh, yeah, the Moritz is where we stayed. And uh, no, um, the Moritz uh, was. <laughs> had a tv and like oh there's couches. no tv in the room no 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 there's no tv no it's like this is a place you go we realized on a honeymoon that's why they didn't have any like i wanted to rent a whole like villa that had like multiple rooms and like a place we a common space and like a kitchen and they were like no we don't have those you can rent six different rooms and i was like okay that's fine and i figured like one of them would have a living room because it would just be like but this is a place that couples go to be like on honeymoons and like get away from technology get away from everything connect with earth be one with nature it's like in the it's in the woods you have to like walk through trails that have like branches through you know it's like you have to hike a little bit to get everything's like sandy paths it's really like beautiful and I was just going from room to room and I was like oh this place is actually like gorgeous and tropical and beautiful but um yeah no tv um, no plug next to your bed for your phone. Like it's like one plug in the room yeah. or vibrator. Um, I, uh, last night Kirsten and I, for entertainment purposes, when we were going to bed, we turned on her phone flashlight <laughs> and projected light on the wall. And then we were doing hand puppets, like cave people, like, like, you know, like we're yeah, entertaining ourselves with like, yes. And, uh, we were doing like, she was making me laugh so hard i was so tired last night when we went to bed and i she was making me laugh so hard with some of the things shape she was making and the sound effects and i'm going to share them on our story because i don't even know that they'll translate enough to like actually be funny but i i literally haven't laughed no offense to anyone in the room 
Noah or uh, Andrew, I've never laughed this hard in years. Yeah. I, I was crying because she was making, because at first she was like doing dogs and stuff and she'd be like, I'm a dog, but the dog would look kind of fucked up because it's her hand and she's not good at it. So she'd be like, this is a dog with a like hematoma or whatever. And like just, and then at one point she would made this shape that was like, this is just like a, like a, like an amoeba. <laughs> and she was just like, she was making it like fart and make weird noises. She was like, it's just a blob that's like, <laughs> and it was so funny. The sound she was making. Um, and I was crying laughing to the point where I got mad at her because I was so calm. And when you laugh so hard, your heart rate goes up. And like, I was, it was like, I just did speed. And I was like, I can't go to sleep now. Cause I just laughed so hard. I feel sick and my stomach was hurting. It was really wonderful. We've been laughing a lot. But, um, yeah, it's just, this is a place you go, and also Kirsten was like, I feel like this is a place you'd go to, like, alone to, like, write a book. And I'm treating it as, like, girls weekend, we're hanging out and yeah. playing games and, like, making up dances. There's no room to, to make a dance. There's no, like, <laughs> that's not what this place is. And so now, today, we're just going to shift and do, like, um, you know, Meditation. we're going to uh, whittle uh, branches later and make um a fire with uh a piece of glass like it's just like it's yeah. camping yeah no it's not camping someone's it's gonna have like the conch beautiful. shell some one of you one of you are gonna die you're gonna i think it's like by day four you might kill. i don't have an ego death <laughs> i think we might do mushrooms oh hell on yeah one day. i'm i'm trying to find mushrooms because i go let's lean in all the way to the spiritual spirituality of the place and just just go in the woods and find like some berries do ayahuasca just start what? checking out some different berries you know figure yeah, just it out experiment <laughs> um what about you you're in chicago oh man yeah in chicago i moved brenna here uh we drove from st louis uh it's it it you know it's hectic a move um you know just you know she's moving she for her life stuff though she didn't have that much stuff she lived a little bit like a gypsy she got a, rid of a lot of her stuff uh it's like a sad thing to be you know moving a a, a girlfriend also um you know she is uh, whatever on her period, and I think it might add to the sadness. And um, but we were just talking about this. That is so weird. It's great that Brenna finally got her period, but um, we we're just talking about how young she looks. No offense, Brenna, but um, it's really exciting that she got it. No, uh, we were just talking about this. How when you're on your period, you're and I've said this before. My old abusive therapist used to tell me, because I go like, but I'm on my period right now. So she goes, no, your feelings are real. Just when you're not on your period, you are you have more walls up. And so when your period happens, your body is like fighting cramps and all these things. And you're just, it's not that you're more emotional. The emotional, you're as emotional as you would be, but you don't have any defense for it. You're weakened. Yeah, yeah. She's like, we were in bed and we were, she was crying and then I started shedding tears and I was, just, it was just like, it was intense. Oh, someone cried I with know. their girlfriend. I know. Was we were holding each other and I was like, she's like, you're just laughing. I was like, these are real tears. Like I had to prove to her that they were tears. You know? Did you do the thing where you wiped the tears on her face like you did in college with your ex-girlfriend to show how much you cared? Uh, I would say yes. You just were a to... little bit proud of your tears, though. Oh, for sure. I was definitely... Uh, they're coming out of both eyes, for sure. Did you watch Ted Lasso? Is that why this happened? No, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. But, uh, well, I actually think that's in the second episode. Never mind. It was interesting. Uh, then we, uh, you know, period sex. I know how you feel about it. I honestly, like, if I was going to be completely honest, I'm a, I was a little disgusted by period sex. I don't know why it scares me. Maybe the blood, maybe um, an STD blood, thing. Blood, and you have a scare, you have yeah. a fear of AIDS, and it's not that you think anyone that has blood coming out of their vagina has AIDS, but it's just like, 
when I was <laughs> operating on Brenna's foot and I nicked my finger, you like freaked out because there was blood and like yeah. I also had like was with like yeah you're scared of blood dude so but we're on like day three or four we're we're both on it of day three or four to period and you know the flow is it's on you it was all over me but so she yeah she's on it and it's on you so it's interesting well we have white mattress where you can probably see the blood still it looks like i Mm. killed a ferret um but uh i she she (laughs) she was like why a ferret why is there like a long like blood oh well maybe a mouse or like a (laughs) mosquito all right, go on. So, but it was just funny because you know, because you know what happened, and I feel for women because, like, let's say you want to go on this vacation to Tulum and and or Tulum or whatever, and your period is during this time, during your vacation time, and you want to have sex, and now you're stuck in a window of like, if the guy doesn't want to fuck on a period, now I'm have to fucking worry about like syncing up, and you're gonna hate the vacation. So I'm leaving in a couple days. So we want to have sex before. You know, right? And so, anyways, well, so we had mm. sex, and uh, she's like, "No, I think I'm good." And then we realized, you know, halfway Would through, wearing a condom make you feel better? No, I'm fine. I so so what 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 I was getting to is like we were having it, and then it's funny. She realized she wasn't completely done bleeding, and um, she went to get a towel, and I was like, "Oh, she's cleaning me off," and then she just laid it on the bed like a like mm-hmm. a G, and uh, you know, and then I started getting into it, and I started getting like animalistic, like in like yeah, I like that it's dirty, I like that it's bloody, I like that I, I started leaning into like I don't know being a goddamn animal, so it's pretty badass. Yes. Yeah, it actually turned um, me on. Well, good a weird job. Thing. Yeah, I think you make a good point of like there is when I'm on my period, I feel disappointed when I have to tell a guy that I know it's never ideal. Like if uh, maybe there are some guys that prefer it and they're just like, I no, not kink shaming or like if you like it, but most of the time it seems like an inconvenience. And even if you are okay with it, it's just like, uh, it puts a red damper on the whole <laughs> uh, thing. But, and then there are these times where it's like, Oh, we got this hotel. We spent all this money to have like the sex and now you're on your period or, oh, we have to say goodbye, and, like, these are the three days we get to be together, and they're you're the worst of your rag. And it's, like, that's why I think, first of all, I, I guess uh, blowjobs. <laughs> yeah. Blowjobs, but- anal. But then anal's a whole, if you're not into blood, you probably won't be into what's up there. And maybe that girl doesn't want that, and the guy doesn't even want that. So you're if you're someone who just enjoys vag- vaginal sex and you're a little skeeved out by period blood, um, you just have to find ways around it. Titty fucking... Um, jerking him off. Oh my God. I am so into <laughs> Jerks. Uh, hand jobs with so much lube that you have to put a towel down because you're just, you guys, if you haven't used lube to give a hand job before girls, I hate hand jobs. I used to be so insecure about them because, <laughs> Why? because I don't you know the right guy rhythm and like a guy does it better himself. Uh, I, it, you know, w- at least when I'm blowing someone, if I feel like I'm bad at it, at least like I can't see the disappointment in his face because my head is down there. But a hand job, you can look at the guy and you can just kind of see <laughs> yeah. his overall vibe unless you're closing your eyes, which why would you close your eyes during a hand job? But when you get it all, like guys don't ever, you, and you're a, a dry boy, but I swear to God, a really really lubed up like more than you would want because and girls if you're like oh but my guy uses lube so that's not going to make it different they don't use a lot of lube and also if you get the flavored lube like emily um sex with emily told us oh, about the period blood flavor yeah that one's great it's like very irony it tastes like pennies um <laughs> it's the pe- yeah it's the old old uh copper uh brand um but because they can't say period blood but it's like the kind that tastes like copper hell yeah um uh and 
Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, grosser, I interrupted, but, but yeah, yeah, that, so you get... Uh, that I just really want to recommend to people, to, first of all, I think you just recommended, like, try to get over your fears and maybe find the joy in this thing, the rustic sex you're having. You're, like, finding the joy of it, of, like, correct. oh, it's, like, animalistic. And I'm, like, oh, my God, I'm in the rainforest. Like, I, it's animalistic. Like, this Tulum is, like, period blood, period sex for me. Yeah. Like, it can be, like, I can embrace it <laughs> yeah. and, like, actually enjoy it as opposed to, like, putting uh, putting up with it or yeah, you have a and rustic having expectations hotel, of what it's going to be. And I have a like, rusty pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of rust going on here. Yes. I, uh, I, it's yeah. very similar, but I just want to say I, I really want to recommend to anyone who thinks they have the sex game figured out, you like your sex life, adding especially when you don't want to have sex or like you're sore because you already had too much of it, he wants to go again or there's some th kind of thing or you're not having vaginal sex and you don't want to have any anal sex because you might think things are going, happening. Break out the lube, the fl get yourself some flavored lube or just lube in general and give them a crazy, really wet, put a towel down, uh, <laughs> sloppy like hand job and they will fucking love it and you will too because it's fun to play with a penis if it's that slippery yeah, and like, and you don't have to use your saliva. And then if you, if it's flavored, you can like lick it too. But I really recommend hand jobs with lube. Guys are, don't even know to ask for it. You know what I recommend really too? it really makes them happy. As a guy with a hand job, uh, or that Please. gives himself hand jobs. Uh, the problem is, is like, we're, even if we go lefty with a hand job, it's going to feel foreign to us. And you're not, we're not going to hit the same nerves that we're used to. And you would think it would be better because it was different. But we're so efficient with our right hand or whatever hand you do jerk off mm -hmm. is that you know exactly where to hit, exactly where to feel. So if I was a girl, I would almost jerk off a guy from his point of view, from his face coming down. You're I'm really sorry to do this to you. Do you know what I'm about to do to you? What? Oh, you said this in a bit? This is like my bit. I literally, Andrew, I'm not even joking you. We are so meant to be friends. I... <laughs> The first time I gave a hand job was in 2000. Oh, yes. Summer, 2008. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And yeah, I was so in a bathroom and I did it from behind because I thought be, it made sense to me that guys always do it themselves and they can, and hand jobs are the things that guys go, I can do it better myself. So I go, I'll do it like him from behind. Yes. yes. I say, like, I'm showing him a new golf swing or we're doing <laughs> yeah. an improv game. Like, whose line is it anyway? I'm like, I'm, I'm Wayne Brady. And I go, like, uh, and then, but I, I really did f use that same logic. Yeah. And, uh, there's nothing. But the other day I was giving a hand job. Let me ask you this and i said to him and we're very like the person that i'm hooking up with we're at the point now after we've been hooking up a little bit like we're very comfortable but like do this don't do that no one gets hurt yeah. no one gets offended and i go will you just show me what you do to jerk off and he was like i want you to do he was like no like i want you to do your own thing and like i want it to be different than that so that was an interesting thing too of like I don't know if he was, because I've always wanted to catch a guy jerking off and like, I think it's hot to see a guy jerk off. And I think a lot of guys have shame about it or like, it's just something they do in private that are just, I remember Tom Takar used to have a joke about catching his own reflection in the computer screen when it goes dark of like jerking off and like the face he makes. And I just remember how guys would laugh at that in the audience. So everyone, every guy is kind of ashamed of like how disgusting mm -hmm. you look when you're doing it. So I think... I think. Well, last I, night I that's how think I the guy that I'm, I completed want to show me. I can. I came to completion by jerking myself off. What I love to do is I'll I'll have her, you know, masturbate to herself, and we'll just like look at each other, but not like, but it's still dark enough, not like yeah, bright, mutual masturbate, mutual mass, mass, whatever. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, mash, um, yeah, mash it up. Well, 
I, this is, I love that we talk about sex so openly that these things are, you know, usually things you have to give a disclaimer on. Like today's episode has graphic imagery, but this is just another Monday for us in the Nikki Glazer podcast. How about we get to the news? Oh, apparently it's coming up. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. If you're in the market for some new headphones because you keep losing yours, the ones you shell out hundreds of dollars for, stop doing that and just go with the JLab JBuds line. All of their products are compatible with the JLab app, so you can customize your sound to your personal preferences. They've got so many options. They've got the JBuds Mini. It's the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. They're compact. They can fit on your keychain. They're actually so small that you can sleep with them in. They come in five cute colors, mint, aqua, black, sage, and pink. I'm obsessed with them. Or there's the JBuds ANC3, which is their smallest active noise-canceling true wireless earbud. And then, if you're a sporty person, there's the JBuds Air Sport, true wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, they're sweat-proof, and they have a be-aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. What I want you to know is that JLab is now my preferred brand of earbud, and now they can be your preferred brand. All you have to do is use code Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. That's a lot, you guys. Nikki 25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power. The kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous. I'm seeing you guys in the in this beach wear. I got to be honest, but I know you're having all the swells down there, having a great time. I'm Wait, having swells here. you're jealous of not being able to see girls in beach wear, or you're just jealous of being at the beach? Like, you kind of want to see me me and my hot friends in beach wear? Yeah. I, just, I got some hot friends, by the way. Oh, yeah, you do. It's crazy. Everyone's so beautiful and their best self here. It's like, uh, and we just feel free to be, like, naked and Fuck yeah. free. Yeah, compare pussies. Sorry, that came off strong. No, we w- we definitely will do that before the the it's over. I think there's a a pussy comparing tent that they have here. Oh, is that bingo um, night? Yeah, it's the PC uh, T the pussy comparing <laughs> tent. There's a special one here, and uh, then you put up a crystal inside of yourself. I bet there's a lot of crystal stuff around here. People do. Yeah, we're like the only ones here too. By the way, it's awesome. <laughs> Um, okay, let's, what's the All news, right, dude? First story, Pink supports the Norwegian women's beach handball team and offers to pay fines they slapped with for wearing shorts instead of bikini bottoms for the championship against Bulgaria. So these women, they, they, they have to wear shorts 10 centimeters yes. or shorter by the Olympic Committee. Like They're like, you have to show your pussy in order to play handball. And look, it's... Like, yeah, I, like you said, I remember I'm thinking about like when you're like, those girls have amazing bodies. Wear a thong if you want to wear a thong, wear a thong or wear shorts. Like it's your body. You decide a lot or a little like it's not. Yeah, yeah it's the same kind of like them to wear little things. Does that change the way they play? Even some I was reading on Reddit last night and people were talking about um, I don't even know if it was Reddit, but they were just talking about how. You know, watching gymnasts and watching uh, swimmers and obviously women's Bulgarian handball, like (laughs) girls are constantly adjusting themselves before things to make sure that it's not they're like gymnasts, like their butt isn't hanging out. They're constantly adjusting and men don't need to do many adjustments for their that kind of stuff. And if they're they are doing adjustments, it's it's for comfort. It's not for my body is showing and I don't want to be sexualized right Mm -hmm. now. So. A woman should be able to literally wear a head-to-toe spandex, like onesie, like green man type thing, uh, if she wants to do the balance beam in that. Because if it, do- if it doesn't affect her performance, now I'm sure some it, women it will go. Def- 
I'm sure some will be like, I like performing in that. It makes me feel more free. I don't have great, but you Why should be able to have the choice. Just do what we want. Yeah, just yeah. do what you want. Yeah. Weren't exactly. they like molesting gymnasts and they let that slide uh, within the organization? Yeah, but they for were wearing long, decades. They were wearing short shorts, so it's fine. It's so funny. USA Gymnastics <laughs> protected, uh, you know, Larry N- Nasser and abusive coaches down the line for decades and still do and won't take accountability for a lot of it. Yet they get all up in arms. And this isn't just, I mean, I know we're talking about handball, but I, I do believe that there's regulations on what gymnasts wear. And gymnasts, I mean, Jerry Seinfeld used to have a bit, I was thinking about last night when I was reading about this, about how they should put advertisement on gymnasts' butts during the Olympics. This was an old bit. <laughs> that, like, that would be the best place because you watch the Olympics to stare at women's butts or volleyball. And it's like, that is such a not okay joke now. I mean, it's, it, it actually is true. That would be a good place to advertise because people are watching it because it's sexy girls, tiny little girls that look prepubescent because everyone's a pedophile. And, uh, and, but that joke would probably not age well, just like, uh, they don't want gymnasts to. And I just, I think that's watching a, as soon as I was reading about like the discomfort of like moving your suit around. And that's why I've always been so mad about swimsuits for women. It's like, I went from being a child who wore one pieces and never worried about anything. Um, just wasn't a, if I adjusted my suit, it's cause it was just like uncomfortable. It wasn't, and I could jump in and I could dive and I could pretend I'm a mermaid and do flips and literally every, I'm wearing a, like a two piece top right now. And I've adjusted it a million times because I'm so scared. My tit might fall out in a way that, my friend Andrew might get turned on in a way yeah. that he doesn't want to be by his friend. And I have to prevent the way that he like, which I can't control you. And I'm also feeling like I should put on a top while I'm talking to Andrew because this is distracting or whatever. It's like, cause it, it, guys and you, if you were distracted by my tits, it wouldn't be like, because you want to fuck me. It's just like, it is distracting. It's like, why do I have to worry about that because of fashion? And honestly, bikinis were invented by men, and I do like bikinis. It's funny you say um, that so because I'm, I remember I was in that rela- I was in a relationship before, uh, and it kind of ended because an- another woman walked into a bar and showing her nipples through her shirt, and I I stared at them because they're just nipples. Like I wasn't like horny. I wasn't turned on. If I see tits, I look at tits. Like I'm gonna look yeah. at the tits. And she hated that she caught me looking at the nipples. And it was a dog that had just given birth. Yeah, so it was a of course it had a bunch of nipples. Of yeah. And she got jealous of that bitch. And that was a bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember that. And listen, that I, I, I wanted probably at the time to be like, your girlfriend is fucking nuts. And like, that's such an overreaction. And why is she worried about it? But she couldn't help that she felt yeah. that way. You couldn't help that you look at the tits. And she couldn't help that whatever that was made her feel unsafe and it was based on past stuff and like it's just i think that and everyone should wear whatever they want and not care and i love when women actually can be super sexy and not, i've always been someone who doesn't want to show off my boobs because i don't want to distract men and have them sexualize me I, when i'm trying to talk about like my like bowel movements or something like i'm like oh i don't want to turn this guy on when i'm trying to but then there's sometimes where you're like oh, I would like to turn this guy on because it'll make him stupid and he'll give me something because he thinks he might be able to fuck me because my tit's out a little bit. Yeah, the Bul- I don't know. It's like- <laughs> It'd be funny if the Bulgarian team was like, 
all right, you want to see our, you want to see it all? All right. Like they wear yeah. like the skimpiest, like see-through thong. And they're like, all right, here you go. Here's all yeah. the pussy. You want Here's some of the pussy? Or our like yeah, uh, crotchless <laughs> yeah. uh, boy shorts. Yeah. And because... they pulled a handball out of their pussy and they're like, is this yeah. what you want, Olympics? Oh my God. I just think the hand job team, though, the Bulgarian hand job team, should uh, ask to use more lube. <laughs> it might hurt All their right, swing. Next story. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> okay, next headline. Three potential ways to train the brain to release dopamine, the feel-good molecule mm. on demand. So Okay, hold on. We just looked at each other, and I think everyone that was listening just looked up. What and did I say? Goes, dopamine? Oh. Uh, well, no, Molecule. but let's try it Molecule? again. Go, go again. Molecule. What? Say that again. Molecule. Good. There you go. What Cule. Did, what did Mo- I say? Mo- not, you said molecule. Hey, molecule. Molecule. <laughs> it is molecule of me to correct that, but it is molecule. I think you have problems with the, the use, like regular, you say regular. Mm-hmm. Mule. Uh, what were you saying before where you were like, as like, you daring daring instead of during that's not really a deering but daring yeah okay go on i'm not good with use or eyes you know or me or me you're not good with you (laughs) you could say that nikki you nikki i'm not good i love you nikki and i miss you oh Uh, i love you too andrew i miss you too even though i did walk in your room to get something out of your closet and it was so i can't believe brenna saw your room you you let her that is that you talk about like having a triumph (laughs) over like being like exposing yourself the fact that Brenna saw your room, she you should have to lull, like literally drink her period blood because it is your room is period blood, like Carrie style period blood on someone's head. Because what of that how back that back closet? Dirt, no, your actual room. Listen, this is coming from someone who has messy rooms too. So I there's no hate for me. It's just like oh, no. I I'm like almost. I was impressed that you let. It wasn't like I was like mad at you about your room or like, oh my God, he's such a disgusting person or something like that because I have my rooms like that. I just would never let my Brenna see it. Yes, I get it. But she was, she definitely saw the room that you left. It is so, I, you have to take a picture of when you walk in your room, just what it looks like in there. Yeah. Just the way you left it. Tornado doesn't even, it <laughs> literally looks like, it does look like the aftermath of a sub, like a scavenger hunt by <laughs> like, uh, no, you know, it, it, uh, it, wild boars. It looks like if the like, cops raided my room looking for, for drugs and they just broke everything. And, and you know what I like about it too? is I'm, The four corners <laughs> have exploded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it because I'm coming back in a couple of days and most people want to come back to like, ah, a new start. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. coming back to a fucking disaster. My mom taught me that, like, before we would go on vacation, she would always want to clean the house. I'm like, we're leaving. What do we need to clean? It's like, because you want to walk in and have a clean place. And I've started to just, like, make my bed before I leave and just do some semblance of, like, back home. But your room is so funny, Andrew. I, will, I love I'll you take so photo, much because I'll, of who you are. I'll take a photo and, like, and I'll put it right on to our Instagram uh, yeah. on Nikki Glazer Pod. I will not I want you touch to do a video. it. I will not touch it. I want it. you to video of walking into your room, opening up the, the door, and then videoing around. By the way, you'll love this. So Brenna's bed here is like a, yeah. a crib. Oh, that's great. It's literally a crib. And so we were having oh, sex. Like I was like, that... ooh, you little ba- you're a little baby. Oh, God. You're stuck yeah, in a crib. Well, yeah. That really turns my stomach. I know. I guess I, I feel like the way Noah's looking at you and what you said earlier, am I too old for Brenna? Is that what you guys were talking about? 
Next story. Yeah, I feel like that. I can no, feel no, no, the it's vibe a, no, it's in a, here. No, we, because okay, I put we a just photo like, on Instagram and you said I look it. like she could be my daughter, I bet. You said something yeah. like that. No, 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 we didn't say that. We just go, she looks so young. And I go, I assured Noah, I go, <laughs> I know she does, but she is honestly, like, she should be on this girl's trip. She's so cool. I want her in my life forever. All the things I told her the other day when we were saying goodbye, like, I love Brenna so much. She does look super young. And to me, she... I don't because I know her in real life. I see the pictures and I don't see how young she looks. But there is this like we were talking about it and it's not you. Men are just attracted to women that sometimes look like children. <laughs> um, and she doesn't look like a child. She has amazing boobs and like such curves and like she's on her period. So she's not a child. But <laughs> she does look young, a lot younger than she is, which she is already. She's 25, right? She's 25. 26? Yeah, she's 25. Um and truly, I have no judgment of her looking young or being young. I, I've, you know I've let that go. But there is a trend, and I think it's from... That's why I got off TikTok, is that I was finding that I was jealous of 11-year-olds and 12-year-olds that were being sexualized and, like, looking dewy and, like, look doing their makeup so they're, like, they look hot. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's all these likes. Clearly, men like this look. And I was, tr I was starting to think that children were the way to look. Like, like pre yes. like preteens are the way that I need to look to get men to like me and it like fucked with me and I just think there is a trend that uh, is moving towards younger and younger younger looking girls and it's not because you just happen to have a girl that is actually super mature and does look like a woman that looks young in a picture Yeah, that made us kind of have that conversation <laughs> So when you said the crib thing, we were just like, but it had nothing to do with actually Brenna. It's just she in that picture looked really young. And like we, you know, I think like because me and her will joke about it, you know, obviously. And usually the joke is that I will die tomorrow from old age, you know, when she's, you know, going to go get her MBA or something. You know what I mean? Like, like yes. I like the joke usually is that I'm old and that, yeah, we, we are de definitely like aware that there's an age difference and that she can but look young. But I told young. Noah. Yeah. You are you are 25 at heart like you truly have my room is you might 12. have the yeah yeah your room is you are young at heart and brenna actually is like i don't i hate this old soul bu bullshit but there's nothing about her except maybe some of the references i might make that she like you know she just watched friends for the first time and like binged it but like this bitch knows friends just as well as i do now like she might not get some of the references but emotionally and um intellectually yeah. she is 37 uh she's on par with me and i think that there's nothing about your relationship that i would ever talk bad about behind your back of like he's too old maybe in the beginning i was just like oh god a young girl but there's uh, literally i would defend you to the death of dating a girl that young and her dating you that old i mean it's more of i have like what's wrong with her agree um but Agreed. yeah she's amazing yeah no 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 you guys are so cute together and i was just telling noah how much i love the fact that she can love you for all the things that I would think that you would maybe hidden in a relationship before or like, like your messy room and like your, I fart like, so much your farts that you hide and yeah. then they come out like, and she goes, it sounds like you've been hiding that all night. And you're like, I was like, it's just like, she just loves you for last you. night. It's I really had the, nice. one of the funniest Have things you said, I love you. Not yet. And okay. Okay. But it's coming. I feel, yeah. but I probably That's shouldn't exciting. even say that. We'll hear about tomorrow. I guarantee you, we'll hear about tomorrow. Um, oh, you froze. I, I, oh, am I here now? So, oh yeah, 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 you're here. The funniest moment, and I don't know if I'll ask to take this out later, but I probably not. So we were having sex, and she had a, uh, you know, a queef because of sex, you know, and 
she couldn't like stand up fully. Oh my god, I've had so without, many queefs without, recently. Like without literally, someone farted yesterday. I was like, that reminded me of my sex life. So yeah, so she had a queef, and and so to make her feel better, I farted. <laughs> so she was queefing when I was farting, like, and it was. I such love a, that. <laughs> I I farted so much because I fart when I come. Sometimes like it just like pushes air out of it. There's not even like a smell fart, and queefs aren't like a smell. Yes, they're just a sound, you know, of air. And it's so embarrassing because it makes that sound. And uh, the person I've been like hooking up with was just like that, 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 that usually we would just like ignore it or in past relationships I've ignored those sounds and we act like they don't happen. But he like was like, that just happened because you're such a whore or like such a dirty whore. He like turned it into like, like I literally like farted out of my butt, like gross, you know? And I, he, he just goes... He goes, don't worry. And I go, oh, da, 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 da. like I was like, oh, my God, whatever you're doing is going to make me like fart a lot. And I was like scared. And he was just like, mm. no, you're farting because you're a filthy whore. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, OK, you took this thing that is filthy and made it like a good thing. And, it, you know, maybe that won't work for everyone. But I felt like you farted to make her feel better. I felt instantly better. And um, I hope we get to keep that in. But de- definitely do talk to her if she's OK with that being in. But I just want to say. Yeah, uh, she'll be no fine. shame in queefing or farting or like shitting and anything um, ever. And I love that story. That's so cute. Let's get to an actual next news story because we are running out of All time. Right. A 23 year old influencer. Uh oh, maybe another ledge head, possibly foreshadowing. Mm. A crane operator plunged 160 feet to her death while live streaming a video to her followers from a cabin of a crane in China. Second one in oh. China, second ledge head to the death. We got to stop these yeah. ledge heads. I mean, it just, it's, it's getting so she's at- a crane operator at 23. That's really impressive. And she does I mean, I guess that's an age. That you- she doesn't look like a, like her whole thing was, is she was, she worked, you know, for a crane and she looked like she like was like a 14 year old who like couldn't drive a car, but she was like hot. Yeah. It was kind of, yeah. Oh, yeah. she's like a cute little girl. Yeah. And she was in a crane and then she fell out of the crane and then live streamed her Dude, death. Yeah. How many people saw it? Over a hundred thousand. No way, really? Yeah, She's, she was like a really famous. Person she was speaking. Then. A That's camp. a lot of people. blurry equipment whizzing past the le- like literally like oh. had it to the yeah. So for oh. you ledge heads out there, just don't just stop. It's not worth it's, it. Yeah, there's the things you do when you know. Sometimes you feel invincible. Like, have you ever been filming something on and and? it's happening like if we go to a concert you know and you are filming the person on stage or one of those people that's filming the concert and you look at your phone screen even though it's in front of you you become like you forget you're even there and that there are consequences to your actions there yes we get so removed the other day my mom was filming me playing guitar and she was holding and she was just watching her phone i go do you know you can watch me like you can look up we can just put it on a thing and you could just watch me and she's like i like watching the phone i'm like yeah, she's not even like you're not like present. <laughs> like that happens. I I totally that that happens to me in such little ways of like not falling to my death in a crane, but just being because I'm filming something. The rules don't apply. Yeah, or something. for sure. Gravity doesn't apply. Um, or if so, like there's a fight uh, on the street, or if there's you know, I bet you you know, camera phones weren't quite as big. Like nine eleven, like people probably would have went up to the building and like been like, oh, you know, like yep. You just feel detached from it, and it's Got like a lot no, of it's ledge still heads reality. Nine eleven. Um, that was not a good joke. Okay, so um, we could leave that in. What I do want to say though is we should probably have a segment for like ledge head of the week because this is going to keep happening or just like you know dumb 
and I don't like to say the Darwin Award of like you're stupid because this girl, she could operate a crane to get that job. You're not dumb. It's just a moment. It's just like everyone can have a dumb moment. Um, let's get to why do I care? Why do I care? All right, Ben Affleck rubs JLo's bottom in a very raunchy display on a hundred thirty million dollar mega yacht in Saint Tropez. Yep. Nineteen they're, they're years later, the video. This is I just did Busy Phillips's podcast. Her co-host Cassie Saint Ange on Instagram yeah. posted uh, before this shot was taken. She said, "Listen, I have been paying attention. Everything that they're doing is like of a still image. Like they're recreating images from." the music video they did 20 years ago. It's the 20th anniversary coming up. They're going to do an, a reprise of this video. She goes, if I if all of these are predictions are right, tomorrow they will be on a yacht somewhere and he will rub her butt and then it happened. It's like, oh, they're recreating the video and they're going to release a video uh. and it doesn't mean their relationship isn't real. It's just a little fun thing for them to do. If you look at these pictures of them on a yacht, there's tons of them. It looks so boring. They are alone on this yacht and it reminds me of being... This is why I care about this. I was looking at them on the shot. It's just them like hanging out. And um there's and I and being in Tulum at this place, like if you were to come here as a couple, there's like nothing to do. Like it's just a place for like there's something about honeymoons that really stress me out because you go from like all of your friends and family having this great time to then alone with your husband and like no work, no phones no or like you can have phones and stuff but you're supposed to be off them and like relaxing and it's like it's a lot of pressure for one other person to like entertain you and to like be your everything uh to start off your life it's like just it's so much time because you also feel like uh if you're on your honeymoon and it's like okay i'm just gonna go on tiktok for three hours or i'm gonna go read a book and not pay attention like you feel so much like stressed to have to pay attention to them. Like there can't be mm -hmm. any down moments of like, no, but this really is... you're both wanting that yeah, time yeah. to go. Uh, recently, you know, hanging out with this person that I've just been like hooking up with. There'll be times where like we are done hooking up or whatever. And we're just like talking and I'm like, I want to be on my phone. So fucking bad. And then I just go, can we just like be on our phones for a little bit? And he's like, yeah, it's like, do you ever do that with Brenna? Like, yes. Because I know sometimes she goes to bed and then you feel bad, like still being on your phone, staying up. Like she's going to bed. So it must be like time to sleep, blow out the candle. And like we both go to bed like farmers. She, but, like, she definitely is less of a uh, addicted to her phone than I am. So I think sometimes when we're together, I'm, I'm like too on my phone. And like if she's like, if I see your screen is green. I get a, a little angry because it means I'm watching golf videos. <laughs> it's like the oh, grass. Oh, right. I thought there was like a dating app that's green. Um, Not a, yeah, it's you're, probably you're worse. Yeah, you're obsessed with golf. Yeah, obsessed. obsessed. You know that I told her, though, that your obsession with golf is linked to her. Yeah. Link. Yeah. yeah and link and course, I, it yeah. absolutely is. Um, but, yeah, but um, you're, when someone has an obsession like that, it does get annoying where you're just like, oh, you're, like that's so funny that her seeing the green on your face, like the, the <laughs> reflection of green and hearing a boring guy's <laughs> voice uh, will like make her feel angry. Like, yeah, I get it. It's just, and the fact that when you hold her, sometimes you're like working on your swing. Like, yeah. is that a thing that happened? Yeah, I, I, we had sex and I was practicing my swing behind her back and I yeah. thought I was being smooth, but I wasn't. And uh, it's so funny. She called me out on the swing. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I think, I'm not uh, going to be doing that anymore. I'm not going to at least not the, you know, five the iron thing is 
he saw the the show Sex Life. We all watched it together. The first episode, the husband and the wife are having like you know married sex, the worst version of it. She's really horny. He's just going through the motions. He's trying to watch the game as she's riding him. He's like looking past her at the game, <laughs> and it's like I don't want someone to suppress that if they want to watch the game. I'd rather you just be honest with me and say I want to watch the game, and I go okay, well let's deal with that. Like. And, you know, the, the argument in the breakup between Jennifer Aniston when she's like, you never do the dishes. And, he, and he's like, I did the dishes. And she's like, but you didn't want to do the dishes. I want you to want to do the dishes. Like, why would I want to do the dishes? And it's like, I don't want you to have sex with me unless you want to have sex with me. But sometimes I want to have sex and you want to watch the game. It's like, okay, how do we both get what we want and not suppress? Like, I just never want someone to have another agenda without telling me. Yeah, that makes sense. That's controlly, though, because people are allowed to have secrets. And I should be okay with that. But I think fucking while the game is on could can but be hot. Getting jealous, like thinking you're on a dating app, because usually when a guy is up at night and has the phone off the bed trying to hide it or goes to the bathroom to be on his phone, he's cheating. But you're just watching watching call. guys on TikTok <laughs> tell you how to perfect your fate. But I'm rock hard, if that makes sense. Yeah, that is yeah, that is uh, that's the problem. That's most of We it. tried watching right, porn for the, Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, you tried watching porn? Yeah, together for the first time and I just I I I was laughing hysterically at watching porn. I couldn't get into it. I was maybe just, you didn't pick the right video. I tried. We tried a lot of different things. I just why were you laughing? I don't know. It's just so funny to me for some reason because I think I maybe because I just had anxiety about having to be horny at that moment. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Instead of just being whatever it was. Yeah, I couldn't like the expectations. Yeah, yeah, probably that's what it All was. All right, let's get to top one, bottom one. You know what it is? It's Monday, everyone. So we do uh, the the best and the worst of a uh, of a category, and today's is themed because of this vacation and this uh, resort I'm staying at, the Rustic Resort, the Nest in Tulum. Which look into it, it's definitely up uh, alleys of some people in a very specific way, and it's about to be up mine. Um, <laughs> We're talking about the, what, what's the category, Noah? We're going to talk about hotel experiences. Top one, bottom one, hotel experiences. Andrew, would you like to kick us off? So with the top or bottom? Uh, we always start bottom, you know that. Okay. I, I didn't know if we were switching it up. Uh, so I, uh, <laughs> I bottom yeah, one is. Why would we do that? Sometimes you switch positions, that's all. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Okay. Keep them guessing. Uh, yeah. Bottom one. Uh, I was in a motel <laughs> off the... Are you watching porn? Huh? <laughs> We're just giggling for no reason. You're giggling for no reason. Are you watching porn? I don't know why it's just giggly to me. I don't know. I'm just giggly <laughs> today. I'm sweaty. It's hot in this room. Um, so I, uh, I was... So I failed miserably in LA. I had the mild overdose in New Orleans. It's all a long story, but long story short... Uh, I left LA to go back to Florida completely defeated and in a ton of debt. And uh, we had a certain amount of money. Me and my little brother were going to drive across the country and play golf like five different times. And we ended up spending all our money on one golf course called the Phoenician in like Arizona. And then we stayed in a motel off the highway outside San Antonio because we like had no money left. And it was just, shit. it was like one of those, you know, those motels where you drive by, it's just an old pickup truck is the only car in the whole parking lot. Yeah. And it has like three wheels. So the guy's like probably dead inside there. That's what it, the motel was like. Oh and my God. I was like, I'm, we're going to get stabbed here. It was like, you sleep with one eye open. And I'm like, this is where my life, like it kind of just been like, it kind of hit me. I just remember yes. just being like, 
this is my like life. Like I'm this motel right now. You know what I mean? Like right. I just felt it was so- just so representative of where it was a place that people go to probably have prostitutes or do drugs. Yeah, and I'm on a road trip with my brother trying to be like a, a you know, a good role model older brother and here I am driving back because I had Aww. a mild cocaine overdose and I've lost all my money and I need to move back home as oh, a failure I'm, and I'm so glad you got through that <laughs> so it honestly could have killed you yeah probably and but we got through and the motel surprisingly not there you had a decent sleep oh right <laughs> um my worst hotel experience was when i was doing i was opening for john caparulo on the road um i he got me a college he was doing a college university of he was in charlotte um, for some reason, I got it in my head that it was in Augusta. I don't know why. I just thought Augusta booked the. I was broke at the time, couldn't afford anything. So in Augusta, they had like a, you know, Priceline got Augusta, a thing. Georgia. Yes, I did. I don't know what I was thinking, but somehow <laughs> wires got crossed, and I thought I was doing I was supposed to do a show with Charlotte. First of all, I also got the week wrong. So it was the weekend before I flew to Augusta, which is the wrong city. <laughs> The wrong weekend. From L.A. No or money. New York? From L.A. or New York? From New York. Oh, but Flew still. there. Yeah. T- took a cab that was like $65, like, you know, when I was fucking broke as shit, to uh, a hotel, <laughs> got there, d- and realized like on the way there that the gig wasn't happening and it was a week too soon. Like, I, I was just an idiot and got there, stayed at this uh, uh, America's Best in Augusta, Georgia. Um, it was the seediest place I've ever stayed at. They, I tried to order a pizza because it was the only thing that would deliver to there. They wouldn't come to the area because it was such a, a terrible area. They don't deliver there because they've been mugged so many times delivering pizzas to that place. There was only a Wendy's to walk to. Once I walked to it, once it got dark, there was like gang activity. Like it was one of the ones that like the door opens to the parking lot. It was very, very dangerous. Very, I was like so out of place. And it was just one of those weekends where I was like, wait, when did you realize? Just, why were you there? All, so you had to wait till your flight came back? No, sorry, back? just the day. Like, it was, I, I think it just, well, sorry, just the night. Okay, um, but then when did you realize gig. you were in the wrong city on the wrong weekend? I think on the way there, or like, oh, when I landed and there wasn't someone there to pick me up from the college. Oh my God. It was terrible. It was so terrible. It was, it was honestly the worst time of my life. I was still drinking. I think I was just like a mess. I was so broke. I didn't even have a, a computer. My phone was. Oh in that position where like you know back in like 2000 this is 2011 like the phone chargers like you had to like sometimes you would have to bend them a certain way for them to get a charge and so you'd wrap your i'd wrap the cord in a certain way that would make the charger bend so that it would pick up the charge so my phone could only charge if the cord was wrapped tightly so they would bend a certain it was like just life was hell and i had to eat fucking wendy's chili and i was it was terrible that was the i mean that was that was was so bad poppy move if i've ever heard one i'll tell you oh it was the biggest poppy move of my life it was one of it was like kind of a, a skidding to a bottom Noah what was your worst okay so during Hurricane Sandy um, I was working in radio and I had to stay in the city during the hurricane and um, I just found this like midtown hotel and it was the creepiest hotel it was just like a like a very thin hotel room uh, um a very thin hotel <laughs> and the elevator was one of those pulley elevators it was all wooden and it had like that gate door. Is this one of your and scary movies someone... you watch? No, no, this is for real. And um, someone had to like pull the elevator up and then it opened up and the hotel room had this disgusting like green carpet that looked like AstroTurf. The walls had this 
like really creepy wallpaper that ha- I'm, I'm sure it was blood splatter on them. It was the most disgusting thing. And there was a pubic hair in the sheets. Okay. Um, I think this is like a very common thing with like disgusting, like dis- disgusting hotels can be so horrible. There can be s- hotels already are disgusting when you do the blacklight thing, but like a hotel that isn't being well cared for. And it's just a place where people go to have sex and then check or do drugs. This is definitely one of find. those. We definitely need to get listeners to send in the creepiest, weirdest things they've seen at hotels oh, because yeah. I think that, that we would get some amazing stories because I couldn't even pick a bottom one because there were so many bad ones. Um, let's go around the, the horn and say our best <laughs> I do story. Love it's always just one pubic hair. Like, why isn't it like I don't 70? even mind pubic hair. Like, I just go, okay, whatever. I just can't. <laughs> yeah. I can't, like, call that. I don't want to change rooms and deal with this, so I just, like, brush it off. Oh, and I've eaten at Taco Bell, and a bug was... Something moved after I took it out of my mouth and I just kept eating the taco. Like I, A pubic lice was in your food and you were like, it's fine. <laughs> There's enough hair in your taco that pubic lice had set, set up shop. <laughs> Look, it got me ready to fuck on our My period. dad loves... Yeah. There's some joke my dad loves that he says he came up with, but he says that like... <laughs> Because he was like, you know, um, scabies, they're an endangered species because their habitat's being destroyed. Like, he thinks that's a really good joke because women shave their pussies now. Like, there's deforestation, so, like, they, they, they're on the endangered species list. And I'm like, that's not a bad joke. Yeah, that's not bad. Like, they're a threatened species. Um, but, you know, uh, he always goes like, you know what I said? I'm like, yes, I know. It's like a rainforest, deforested. Okay, Dad. Yeah, in Cincinnati. I love you, too. Um, um, all okay. right. So, Andrew, best hotel experience. Best hotel experience uh, with three buddies, guys trip, Canada. We randomly, because of a snowstorm, we stayed in a couple extra days, and we stayed at this hotel called the Chateau Fairmont, which was a hotel that's literally on a glacier lake outside of a place called Lake Louise. And it was okay. absolutely gorgeous. Uh, we skied all day. Uh, we ate fondue together, just four men eating fondue, feeding each other. And then we actually got in a horrible argument at the top of the uh, restaurant on the top of the mountain. And then we got stuck in the gondola on the way down. And we all made up like 200 feet <laughs> stuck in a gondola oh and realizing kind of like, why are we fighting when like we could all short, be dead. You could die in a gondola. Yeah. And it was just like a, an amazing bonding guys trip that, you know, hopefully one day I'll bring my wife to the hotel, you know, Aww. and go down on her while she's on the rag, you know, something like that. That's great. Yeah. Thanks for that. I was going to make a young joke, but I just, I couldn't come up with one in time. Um, <laughs> You're getting old. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know. I'm, I, <laughs> I don't need to worry about you being turned on by my tits because they're just, you know, they're decades older uh, than you would be into. Um, true. So, Noah, what is your uh, best hotel top We're one? We're going out of order, though. Yeah. You Nikki, know, what are was, you doing? Oh, my God. You're right, Andrew. I don't know what I'm doing, and I called you on that before, and that's not okay. I was saving mine to last because uh, it's a, I wanted to say that I already referenced it, but last night, Kirsten making the shapes on the wall at the Nest in Tulum was the most fun I've ever had at a hotel. And I'm just going to play the recording right now and see if it translates because I can't help it. It looks like two snarky alligators. So she's just making different shapes. Now, this is the one that made me laugh so hard because it was like a blob that was farting. She was like, oh, it just looks like an amoeba that's just like, (laughs) and it like, you got to see the shape, but it's just the sound that she makes that makes me laugh so hard. 
I thought she was doing a chicken. It does kind of look like a turkey. I mean, not really. I just... <laughs> and when she go, so it looked like just a uh, a hand that was just like almost like a squid, and she was like, "It looks like an amoeba." She goes, ah, 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 and then it farts at the end, and it was that was the beginning of me laughing so hard I couldn't even film. So I mean, that was what's my better than moment. sharing a bed with a best friend that you don't see for a long time? Like, and Kristen and I have shared so many beds together through the years of just talking. She was my first kiss. She was the first person to see my vagina. She was the first person to like touch my vagina. I think like because she had to prove to me that I had a hole for a tampon to go in because I just thought I didn't have one. And <laughs> she's just like my best like. We were just last night. We were showering before bed because we were like sandy and stinky, and we wanted to get in the clean sheets and be clean. And I was like, she's taking too long. I was like, can I just get in the shower with you? And I was like, that's too much. Like I got up, put up, like, but we would have done that. It was just so much fun. And um, this trip in general at the Nest in Tulum, I I think it's going to be my best hotel experience because it's I have to work through expectations, and I'm honestly gonna probably have like some spiritual great experience here being in nature. Uh, Noah, okay, so. Both of you had stories about friends in hotel and mine is like just me alone in a hotel room. Um, I was in Dallas and I stayed at the Omni Hotel and it had just opened that year. So like the room was so clean and like modern and the bathroom had a TV in the mirror. And I was like, this is the most luxurious thing. And I didn't have to pay for it because it was on a, on a work trip. And I just felt like, wow, this is like luxury. <laughs> this is what the other half lives like. Yes, that is definitely like when I think of best hotel experiences, it's just like you feel rich. That's why I was disappointed in this place is because I go, why would someone pay a, an amount of money that a, only a rich person could have to live like you're poor? Yeah, people do that. And it's not like you're living like you're people do that. But people do do that. Yeah, they pay And that's what they do here. It's got to be shitty, but like classy shitty. I don't understand. Yeah, this place is like beautiful and designed minimalistly. Like this is a place that someone would go to have like a yoga retreat or meditation retreat. It's very minimal and very nice. Like the linens are incredible. The, the, every little thing, every little thing that they've considered is perfectly handcrafted and picked out. But I just want... I want a magnifying mirror in the shower or like in the bathroom. I want like uh, a little sewing kit that I'm not going to use. Like I want those <laughs> things that make me feel like, oh, this is how the other half lives. I just all these. I guess just compare things. it to Augusta. Just think about a like you could be in Augusta, Georgia, right now outside oh my God, of Wendy's. I know. So it's like, and you wish you were because that's where the golf thing is, right? That is the golf. Yeah, the Masters. Is I go. There. Why would anyone go to Augusta? And they're like, oh, all they do here is that that one like racist kind of golf tournament. Yeah, and then I watch on my phone while Brenna gets mad. Yeah, well, Brenna tells you she loves you. It's like, yeah, uh, actually, we have said I love you, but Brenna said it, and I've just been distracted by. No, I said I love you back to a putter. (laughs) 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 All right, final thought, Andrew. What's your uh, What's your weekend looking like? When are you headed back to St. Louis? I'm going back Wednesday. Uh, Today, I'm going to IKEA to pick up things for Brenna to put together a. A drawer. So that if that's not love, I don't know what is. Uh, and it's forty five minutes away. So, but that's going to be my day today, and I'm here for her. <laughs> that's really nice. I can't wait to hear when you finally say I love you. And it's probably not going to be after putting together something from IKEA. So I'm going to push that uh, projection 
to later. Um, I what am going to. We have a great day. Do you have like, like, like scheduled stuff? Plans? Yeah, like horseback no, we riding. Kind of, today or? I said I, I set some intentions after breakfast. We had a really great breakfast where I went around the table and told all my favorite stories about each person. And it was really fun. And it was like Noah brought that game, that Esther Perel game, um, uh, where should... Sh- where should we begin that's going to get us to tell fun stories um we played this game called uh that is from barstool sports it's called like uh questions from the internet or something yeah you know that game yeah yeah so last time i was in cabo with on a girl's trip i brought this game that i had just done a barstool sports interview uh i'd done kfc radio and they were like here's this game and it's just like would you rather questions but they don't think that women will ever play it because it's all like would you rather like make a cock-a-doodle-doo sound every time you jizz or have to go to a feminist rally. And it's like <laughs> just all this like, it's the curse game ever. And the card today that I pulled oh, yeah. at Let me, breakfast, we were laughing question. so hard. What was it? It was the first, what was the first part though? It was something so stupid. It was like, oh, would you rather, uh, it was something about, would you rather? Oh, would you rather? Wait, hold on. <laughs> would you rather never? Or, it was some dumb. It's always would like. Would you yeah. rather? Oh, a flock of geese show up. Oh, wait. It was one of these cards. Hold on. Let me find it. Because it was like, truly. Would you I was rather like, have dick for teeth or teeth for a dick? And it's like. Yes. Okay. What? And like. Yeah, because they try to be shocking, but we don't get shocked by anything. So it's like, Yo, yeah, I'd rather fuck my mom on top of a Ferrari. <laughs> is that what you want from me? Like, But this is the kiss whenever, and I'm going to leave you guys on this one. Okay. Okay. Would you? Would you guys say it like <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I fucking hate. And, and they have a little statistic at the bottom that says Barstool Sports Readers would say blah, blah, blah. Okay. It's called. It's called Answer the Internet. Questions as fucked up as you are. Whoa. And by the way, I love KFC radio. And when I did send Kevin Clancy a video of us making fun of this game and doing, would you rather? Uh, He was like, I feel like you guys are making fun of it. And I go, yeah. Would anyone not? This is terrible. So this is the would you rather. (laughs) (laughs) I love how that story went. I thought he was going to be like, oh, and I thought, and Kevin was cool about it. No, he was like, why are you making fun of it? And I was like. Why aren't you? This is so dumb. That's so much okay, funny. so this is Barstool Sports. Uh, answer the internet. Huh, okay, would would you rather a have to piss sitting down for the rest of your life, Whoa. or b go vegan? And guess what? 90, 97% of Barstool readers down. chose A. Of course they did. Because you love meat. Well, And by the way, women can't play this game because we do pee sitting down. And also, it's just like it, it honestly doesn't even vegan. say this is only for men. They just don't even consider that women would want a fun card game or like play this game. Also, this every guy like, vegan doesn't even have a dick to pee out of because they don't eat fucking raw elk. Yeah. Fucking pussies. Okay, here's another one. <laughs> if you could fuck any girl you want for the rest of your life, but you can only ever watch women's sports, would you do it? I mean, this is even better than the vegan one. <laughs> Oh my god, 51% of Barstool readers said, no way. 
Kit. You guys, don't be Kit there. I hope you enjoyed By that. By the way, I Send could do this for an hour. I would love to. I like this That's game. To, I could do it for an it's hour. It's the most fun yeah, game to yeah. make up. Who would you rather? <laughs> yeah. Would you rather have to give a hug to Gloria Steinem or tell your mom that she means a lot to you? It's just like the like. Would you rather make put change a duvet cover like a little girl, or eat a uh, drink coconut milk? It's just like. Alright guys, we gotta go. Send in your would you rathers on the uh, voice memo. We will laugh so hard if you come up with kit would you uh, rathers. Love you so much. We'll see you tomorrow from Tulum and Chicago, respectively. Not really respectively, I don't respect it. And uh yeah, <laughs> Whoa, going no, hard. I respect everything. Um uh not everything. Yeah, you don't that's respect not true. everything. Augusta. Guys, uh, not at all. Augusta, don't respect it. All right. Um, love you. See you tomorrow, besties. Uh don't be cut, all the swells and yak fruit. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your for show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girlbomb. Girlbomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girlbomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining. Keep being you and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024.